Hey friends, Tim here. I'm the producer here at Become New, and I wanted to let you know about a couple things before we get into today's episode. First thing is that we're going to wrap this series up uh, ending on September 8th. It's been a great series. I hope that you've gotten a lot out of it. We've got a lot more to cover over the next two weeks, but wanted to let you know that that's coming. And the other thing is to remind you about our in-person gathering on November 4th. That's a Saturday night in San Jose. The venue has yet to be set, but partly that's because we need to know how many people are going to be showing up. So if you would kindly RSVP using the link below this video, that would help us plan and know who's coming. Now here's John. These days, we're talking about what matters most. In the words of a very wise man, the main thing God gets out of your life. It's not what you do, it's not how you look, it's not what you own, it's the person you become. And that's mostly my character. What kind of a heart am I someone who genuinely loves and is deeply honest and brings joy to people around me and lives with humility? And uh, of course, that's really hard work, so we can't do that on our own. So we need help with it. And we're talking about that today with Roger Brotherton, a clinical psychologist, uh, expert in lots and lots of fields, deep thinker about character and virtue and spiritual life. And so, so Roger, thanks for coming back on. My pleasure, Joe. It's great to be with you. Yeah, yeah. So here's the question I have now. There's lots of different lists that folks have made of virtues in the past uh, you work particularly with one framework, uh, Virtues in Action, and they will list 24 different virtues, which will include things like gratitude, curiosity, creativity, humility, perseverance, love, uh, kindness, compassion. And th there's other lists that have been generated over the years. Uh, those 24 character strength in turn can be uh, lumped under six different virtues. I can imagine somebody listening to this and thinking, I'm exhausted. Like I already got too much stuff to do today. I got a job. Uh, I got relationships to manage. I got money to worry about. I got bills to pay. I got chores to do. And now you got to tell me how there's like 24 different character items I got to feel guilty about uh, before I can feel okay about myself. Um, so that that sense of just being overwhelmed by spiritual life, overwhelmed by what's needed for growth and, and feeling exhausted by it, I think defeats a lot of us. Yeah. And you were talking about a distinction between in the Bible, biblical writers would sometimes talk about works, you know, um, good deeds or what are thought to be good deeds that often we'll try to do, often we'll try to generate enough willpower to do them on our own, and we will just face that problem of, I know the good stuff I ought to be doing, but it's overwhelming, I'm tempted to do other stuff, isn't there a better way? Uh, help us with that one. For people that feel overwhelmed or exhausted right now, how, how should we be thinking about this? Yeah, you know, you know, I get this one a lot, John. I Some people will look at the sort of list of 24 strengths and they'll go like, oh man, 24 new things for my to-do list. That's the last thing I need. Exactly. And, that, <laughs> and that, that's not how to read that list. So firstly, let, let me just, it's not, you must be all these things. It's, uh, as we've discussed before, it's kind of which of these are you already and how do you develop that further? But just to, to identify more closely, I, I guess that the section of scripture that really speaks to me on this is when Paul contrasts the works of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit, you know, mm -hmm. in, in that passage in, in uh, Philippians, isn't it? Um, 
And um, I, I hate to say this, it's, it's, it's not really know it all, but it's Galatians actually. Just otherwise, we we'll get people writing in saying, "Why did you have the psychologist on there that doesn't even know the Bible?" Sorry. Do you know? Do, do you know why I always get these? There's a pass. This passage in Galatians, a passage in Philippians, that I always get mixed up. And the reason I get them mixed up is because basically, there's the passage in Philippians that's about thinking about good things. Um, uh. and Honey on mine and good things, and all the beautiful things he lists there, and then the passing Galatians that sort of lists the fruit of the spirit. And I, I always get those two lists mixed up. So, yeah, I, I'm not perfect, John. Sorry about that. Well, and, and clearly, I have work to do on humility. So we can just we can just keep going. But great, great, great work on correction. That's fine. That's good. So, um, so that passage in Galatians. Um, where it contrasts works of the flesh, and you get all these terrible things listed. That um, I mean, it's a horrible list, and it goes on for ages. And um, we don't want any of those things in our life, but they probably make quite a good episode of Game of Thrones or something like that. You know, that's <laughs> what you want, there. You know, that's what it would be. Um, but what always strikes me about those two lists: works of the flesh, and then fruit of the spirit. Is firstly that works of the flesh is plural. It has this idea that these are things we're doing. So when I betray people, when I jockey for position, when I envy other people, when I get lustful, there's always this sense of I'm trying to do something to get something straight away. It has a very sort of short-term element to it. And if you really think about how life works, if I were to live by those momentary appetites all the time, I would become completely fragmented as a person, pursuing this now, that then, the other thing there, um, without really thinking about what's the whole thing that holds it all together. Mm -hmm. What's fascinating when we get to fruit of the Spirit is it's not fruits of the Spirit, it's fruit of the Spirit. It's this mm. single idea that if you have the Spirit, then uh, peace, kindness, self-control, love, all these things come together in a unity, a harmony, something that mm. holds it all together in one place. And so when I think about um, character, when I think about character strengths, I'm not thinking about here's a whole pile of fragmentary things to an already overstuffed, strangely motivated yeah. to-do list. I, I'm actually really thinking about what's your to-be list? Who who would you become if you Oh, I'm sorry, so, did you say what's your to-be list? Yeah, forget your to-do list. Yeah, we all have those. What's I your love to-be list? Who are you what? supposed to be becoming? Um, it, at the core of your soul, what is there? Um, it, and, and so the fruit of the Spirit is this sort of idea is we follow the Spirit. We get, that's the unity. And all these things are carried in that, that following, in, in that pursuit. Um, and I just find that a really, really beautiful way to think about it. And it's also sort of backed up by a lot of modern neuroscience as well. So if you listen to sort of... Um, uh, sort of interpersonal developmental neuropsychology, one of the things that we'll talk about a lot is that the brain is a social organ that constantly seeks harmony. It wants harmony between short-term and long-term. It wants harmony between emotion and um, reason, you know, that the, gr the brain is basically seeking to balance all these things out, and it functions beautifully when it all works in harmony. And so, they, given that we were talking about spiritual practices last time, one of my spiritual practicing is that notion of centering prayer, of sort of returning to God over and over and over to get as he, he is my single 
loving place of attentiveness. Mm. And, and when we do that, what, what I tend to find is that this sort of wild world of my mind that often feels like a classroom of children, all sort of with their hands in the air, jostling for my attention, mm. um, they, they settle and they quiet. And then suddenly something that sounded like a cacophony starts to sound just a bit more like a harmony. Mm. Um, and for me, that's what we're, that, that's what all this development of character heads towards. Don't get stuck on how do I do X, Y, and Z. Get stuck on who is the center of all of that. And as we focus on him and hold that in attentiveness, how, how do we find all these other things develop around it? Just one, the, the thing I always find fascinating about the development of character is usually we develop the character first and we spot it afterwards. Hang on a sec, there was a moment of humility. Oh. Wait wow. a minute, I was really kind there. Man, I didn't expect I'd be that disciplined today, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I find all the time that usually most of our virtue is wordless to begin with because it just sort of comes from our inner being. It just comes from a sense of harmony and connectedness to the world. And then afterwards we might label it. I, I, I love that. I was reading uh, uh, kind of coaching on uh, virtue acquisition and the person was talking about how important it is uh, to name, you know, here I practiced um, uh, the character strength of prudence when I carefully planned the meal I was going to have or something. And I, I found myself with two responses to it. One, it sounds like, yep, it's a good thing to label those things. On the other hand, it can feel real self-conscious and kind of look at me and I'm being so virtuous so yeah. that notion that often it starts without words and it's something that's kind of organic. Yeah. And like with that notion of fruit of the spirit, it's not like trees have to try really hard to grow apples or peaches. Um, fruit is kind of the byproduct of the presence of life. Yeah. And that it brings us back to what you said before about uh, really at the core, I want to practice uh, uh, the presence being present to the presence in the present moment. And that if I'm really being aware of and present to God in this moment, then the fruit comes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And it's such a fascinating thing, isn't it? And it's so lovely in, in the way that that, that develops. Um, I, and the other thing I, I think about as well is that when Paul, and this one definitely is in Philippians, so Philippians 4.8 when Paul lists, you know, here are the things to think about, where there's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, honourable. Think about these things. So he's saying, firstly, focus on them. But the bit we don't often focus on quite so much is the next verse where he says, and as you have seen these in me, imitate them. Mm. And clearly, Paul was not shy to say, listen, here's me being loving. Here's me being kind. Here's me being grateful. Nothing to be proud of. These are the works of God in me. Let me uh, just have as they yeah. are. Yeah. But if you want to develop those things, the best thing you can possibly do is ask, who in my community is really wise? Who's really hopeful? Who's really grateful? Who's really passionate? Who's really forgiving? Who's really humble? And we go, let's just watch them and let's copy what they do that allows <laughs> them to do that. Um, and I think that's what he's saying is like, these aren't badges to wear. Like I'm a Cub Scout who's really proud of myself. Yeah. These are just what what we become when we're following God, and very often by accident. I love that. So let's do that today. Everybody watching this, take a moment right now and think of somebody 
And it might be a very good friend. It might be a teacher that you had. Uh, it might be a, a dad or a, a mum. It might be a brother or a sister. Um, who's somebody that you have seen the fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, and so on in? Think about that person. Think about how you admire them. Think about how good it would be to be more that way yourself and see if you can imitate them today and ask what they might do. That's just a wonderful thought. Roger, thank you so much. My pleasure, John. Hey, it's Tim. I'm the producer here at Become New. I wanted to let you know, if you'd like more resources or teaching from John, you can find it at our website, becomenew.com. Also, if you'd like to receive a text alert or the daily email that goes along with each video, let us know at becomenew.com slash subscribe. Lastly, if you need prayer, we'd love to pray for you. There's a group of us who meet each weekday, Monday through Friday, to pray over requests that are sent in from listeners. And so you can text us your prayer requests at the number 855-888-0444. We'll catch you next time.